there's a lot of talk about how America is likely about to enter a recession. But what does that word even mean? And what is the difference in a recession and a depression? Are those the same thing? In this episode, we will define and compare those terms, as well as talk about some common impacts of a recession on an economy. Welcome to Money Vision U. In this podcast, we are passionate about teaching the financial class you should have had in high school so you can learn how to fast track your financial freedom. If you want to learn how to make, manage, and multiply your money and see opportunities the way the wealthy do, then you came to the right place. I'm your host, Stuart Berryhill. Money Vision U, class in session. The difference in the definition of a recession and a depression really comes down to the length of time spent in negative growth. A recession is considered two consecutive quarters of negative growth in the economy. So for example, our first quarter in 2022 was negative GDP, which stands for gross domestic product. And I'll define that real quick. GDP, simply put, estimates the total value of all the goods and services it produced during a specific period. If it's negative, the economy is considered to be shrinking, but if it's positive, then it's considered to be growing. So we had a negative growth or negative GDP in quarter one. So if we have quarter two ending up being negative, that would give back-to-back negative GDP quarters, thus putting us in a, technically speaking, recession. This compared to a depression. A depression happens when economic decline is sustained and could go on for years, more than just two quarters or half of a year. To add a little history lesson here, there has only been one depression in America, which you probably know as the Great Depression, which lasted from 1929 to 1939. However, on the flip side of that, the U.S. economy has actually fallen into a recession more than 30 times since 1854. But the difference in the two of recession and depression really comes down to the length sustained or length of time sustained of negative GDP growth. Now let's talk about some of the impacts on people when a recession comes. And before talking about how it affects people financially, I want to actually talk about the emotional side of it. Because when people hear the word recession, emotions can start to take over like fear. And emotions like fear and greed often lead to bad investments or bad financial decisions. The more you can sharpen your money vision, the more you can move away from having emotions be determining factors. So recession, you got to know it, it doesn't mean the end of the world. But it is important to be aware of how it affects you financially. So let's look at some of those results. One result of a recession is that consumers don't spend as much which in turn brings less profit to businesses, which can cause them to downsize their number of employees. So you can see how inflation can cause prices to increase, so consumers may not be as willing to spend. And ultimately, when businesses downsize, that can mean the number of jobs can downsize. Another thing many people will notice, or a result of inflation, is they will see their net worth drop. 
Remember that a net worth is going to subtract your assets minus your liabilities. Well, in a recession, things like the stock market and mutual funds, those start to drop in price. You can see what has happened to crypto. We're just in a big bear market right now where if you got a lot of money tied up and things like that, then you are watching your wealth decline, so to speak. So maybe let's say someone one year ago in 2021, they had $1 million worth in their portfolio of assets in stocks, mutual funds, and crypto. Well, maybe the value now has dropped 25%, and that's probably being conservative, but maybe they've dropped 25% in their portfolio of value, so now their wealth has gone from a million dollars to $750,000. I know that's a very broad example, but you should get the idea from that. People's net worth is dropping. And one effect of this is someone couldn't qualify for higher loans since a bank will look at a person's financial statement, which looks at their net worth. But also think about people who are retired and that's all the money that they rely on or they're trying to retire and they've built up a lot of their retirement money from 401ks or IRAs and they use something like mutual funds. They're starting to get pretty nervous because they're watching their retirement money that they work so hard for, which is basically their paycheck at retirement. They're watching that drop significantly. So that's not fun and that's a consequence of a recession, really. Those thinking they would retire maybe this year or next year, they may see their net worth drop significantly from this recession, and thus they have to stay working a little bit longer than they anticipated. Or whatever the situation is, it definitely has an effect on those who are retired or planning on trying to be retired. So those are some examples of what can happen financially during a recession. People's net worth drops and hurts people trying to go into retirement. Maybe people are trying to get bigger loans. And it also means that we have less consumer spending, which in turn often means less jobs available, things like that. But on the other side of this is that there can actually be buying opportunities for those who have liquidity, meaning cash to use or cash to be able to invest with. So if you wanted to get into crypto, for example, but you didn't want to buy in at $65,000 because you were like, man, this is all one big hype train right now. Basically, there are discounts available for you. And I don't even think crypto has necessarily dropped to its lowest point yet. I think we're around 20000 as I'm recording this episode today. But regardless, someone buying now is getting a little bit of a discount, technically. Those with money vision have learned to fall in love with bear markets because that is ultimately when they know that they can get discounts on asset prices. It is important to note that it's not about trying to invest at the lowest spot possible. No one has a crystal ball to be able to recognize what the lowest point is. You can have calculated guesses, but for something like Bitcoin, when you've seen whatever the percentage drop is, but it's from 65000 and it's even gone under 20000 you're buying at a pretty good discount. Much better than anything you were going to get in the bull run when it was just one big hype train. So those with money vision understand how to properly invest during these bear markets that are presented in recessions. And I've talked about crypto a lot here, but it's the same with the S&P 500 or other stocks or funds that you're investing in. You got to know that nothing can just go up and to the right on a chart in one straight line. Dips are part of the game. 
And if you can prepare accordingly, you can buy into some of those dips to get discounted assets. And this could present itself in real estate, although I don't believe there will be a crash like there was in 2008, simply because banks vet buyers a lot harder now than they did then. I do think those who were thinking that interest rates were going to stay low at their time of a refinance or sell, so maybe they bought two years ago and in their underwriting three years or five years from now, interest rates were going to be at a certain point, they're probably losing some money, but nothing drastic currently as the market sits today. Now notice from that 2008-2009 you know, recession years or quarters that we had, it led us to 2010 through 20, where there was a lot of growth. I mean, if you started and stuck to a business, you likely had success because a lot of consumers were willing to buy a lot of stuff. If you had bought real estate, you are likely cash flowing and have benefited from massive amount of appreciation. But now in 2022, with inflation rising, interest rates rising, and so on, you can see its effect on people because they're starting to be a lot more reluctant of starting a business or buying real estate or just spending in general. The difference in a recession and a depression comes down to the length of sustained negative GDP growth, with a recession being two consecutive quarters and a depression going much longer than that. There are financial implications from recessions like asset prices dropping and thus net worth dropping, job decline, consumer spending decline. It is important to keep the money vision glasses on during recessions, though, to make sure you're not doing anything emotion-led. But if you can have the money vision sharp enough, there will be opportunities to see that will help further you financially. Thank you for listening to this episode of Money Vision U. If this is something that added value to you, then please subscribe, leave a review, and share. We are passionate about teaching financial literacy so you can learn to take control of your financial future. If you want to learn more, then follow us on social media platforms at MoneyVisionU. We look forward to catching you in the next class.